0: Hello again, and welcome back to the Straight A Nursing Podcast. I'm Nurse Mo, and welcome to the third episode in the Say Yes to Success mini series sponsored by ATI. Thanks to their generous support of this show, we're bringing you five weeks of insider tips for succeeding in nursing school with ATI. These episodes drop every Monday, so make sure you're following the show so you don't miss a single episode. And stick around to the end of this episode for details on how to get a discount on T's prep materials and how to enter to win a T's prep package from ATI. So it's that time of the semester when students start looking at their piles of notes and mountains of books and think, how am I supposed to review all this to study for finals? And I know how that feels. I have 100% been there. I know it can be daunting. But when you have a really solid study strategy and an approach to studying for your finals, it definitely makes it far more doable. So in this episode, I'm sharing with you 11 tips for studying for finals. And by finals, I mean your class finals, your exit exams, those exit exams like the ones ATI uses to predict your ability to pass the NCLEX. And guess what? NCLEX is the biggest final of them all. So you can use these tips to prepare for that test as well. So I know I've been calling these many episodes. This one's probably not going to be so many because I had so many tips to share with you. So let's get started with tip number one, and that is to develop a systematic study plan and stick to it. So studying for finals can at first seem like you're, you're trying to dig a, a trench with a teaspoon, right? You might feel like there's so much stuff to go through. But when you have a study plan, it starts to feel like you can start chunking it out and actually making an impact. So what I advise students to do is start by making a schedule based off a couple of different factors. So you're going to look, of course, at when each exam is scheduled. And you're also going to look at how much content there is to review. So if your med surge exam is the first final that you have coming up, and you may know by now that that's kind of your big, big class, one of your biggest classes in nursing school, you're going to make that exam your priority and start studying for it earlier and devote more time to it. Now, a class with fewer credits maybe isn't going to take quite as long to study, not as much of a time commitment. And then I want you to block out this time on your schedule. If it doesn't get written down, it doesn't happen. So block it down. And by writing it down, you can put it in your Google Calendar, whatever. It doesn't have to be a paper planner, but block it out. And don't get overwhelmed by this. Simply block out chunks of time that say, study for MedSurg final." or study for fundamentals final, or study for pharmacology final. As you get into it and start reviewing material and you get a good grasp on the specifics you need to review, then you could get more granular and say, review respiratory today, review cardiac today, review beta blockers today, et cetera. So that is going to bring us to tip number two. And that is that many students aren't really sure what to study or what to focus on. You've covered a lot of material throughout the semester, so that's when a study guide comes in handy. So if you planned ahead, you made a study guide for every exam based off either what your instructor said was going to be on the exam or, more likely, you made a study guide yourself. Yes, you heard that correctly. Most of the time in nursing school, your instructors aren't going to give you an official study guide and say, here, study these things for the exam. What they are going to give you, however, are lesson objectives. So in order to make a study guide in nursing school, all you have to do is go to each lesson and find there's usually a really boring slide at the beginning that you probably ignore for the most part. And it's going to say something like objectives or, in this lesson, you will learn to do this. Guess what? That's your study guide, my friend. It is right there. So for example, for one of my lectures on treating patients with burns, One of the objectives for that class was that I would learn how to calculate total body surface area and apply that to the Parkland formula to determine fluid replacement needs. So, for my study guide, I would write out a short explanation of how to calculate TBSA or total body surface area and how to use that number, plug it into the Parkland formula, and figure out my patient's fluid volume needs. Or for a lecture on pediatric respiratory illness, an objective might be to understand why pediatric respiratory issues can quickly become life-threatening. So in my study guide, one of the things I would do is list out all the ways the pediatric airway differs from the adult airway and why it makes it more likely that a pediatric patient could have an airway emergency, things like the shorter airway, the much narrower airway, etc. So when your instructors provide lesson objectives, they've already given you your study guide. Okay, so tip number three for preparing for finals is please don't study things you already know. Let me say that again, please do not waste time studying things you already know. If you are not regularly having, oh yeah, moments as you study, like if your brain's not going, oh yeah, that's good info, I should know that, then you're reviewing information that's already been relegated to your long-term memory stop doing that, okay? So in my boot camp, I teach you a method that trims down your notes as you go through them so that by the time you get to finals, you're essentially studying one page per concept. So if you're not in boot camp and you don't know what I'm talking about, that's okay. Your best bet is to go through the study guides that you've already created. And if you didn't write any, go back through your notes. And as you do this, Really focus on keeping your attention on things you still need to review. Again, if your brain isn't lighting up with that, oh, wow, this looks new or this looks really important, then you're wasting time studying material that you already know. Now, tip number four for preparing for finals is to rewrite notes. This is a tip that the test experts at ATI recommend and one I've been teaching my students for years. If you have not been going through your notes and rewriting them as you go, chances are right now, as you go back to look through them to study for finals, what you've got are a bunch of bullet point lists maybe from your PowerPoint slides that you're trying to make sense of. And maybe there's like some scribbles next to it that you wrote down. And if you're lucky, you can still read your handwriting, right? So sometimes a bullet point list is fine for things like, here's the list of signs and symptoms for appendicitis. That's probably fine for a list. But other times when you really need to understand a complex concept, The best thing to do is go back through your notes, find those scribbles, find those lists, find those disjointed PowerPoint slides, and reword that into a paragraph form using full sentences as if you were sitting down and talking to your future self and talking yourself through the concept. Yes, I know what you're thinking. That sounds like it's going to take a while, Nurse Mo. Yeah, it is going to take a little bit of time. But it is an excellent way to get information into your own words and into your long-term memory. So if your notes are scattered, guess what? Your brain's probably pretty scattered about that information the same way. Sort out the concepts, and it makes so much more sense. It makes them so much easier to remember and understand them, especially when they're sorted into your own words. Because you're listening to this podcast, I know a thing or two about you. I know that you are a dedicated student, and I know that you're willing to put in the effort to be the best student and nurse you can be. But it can sometimes feel a bit overwhelming. I know, I've been there, which is why it's so nice to have ATI at your fingertips. From passing the TEAS exam and getting accepted into a nursing program to graduating and passing the NCLEX, ATI is your go-to resource for anything and everything you need for nursing school. Now, for many of you, you're going to a program that uses ATI. If your school does, they have done you a huge favor. In 2020, schools that used ATI had NCLEX pass rates that were 5.8% higher than schools that didn't, and that is huge. And ATI helps you throughout nursing school, too. In fact, ATI has helped more than 2 million nursing students graduate and administered more than 12 million assessments since the year 2000. So they kind of know what they're doing. Now, I went to a school that used ATI, and honestly, I felt so prepared, not only each semester, but when I took my NCLEX as well. And that's because the materials they produce are top-notch. They have more than 300 nurse educators on staff, so their ATI products and resources are carefully designed to actually help nursing students and set you up for success in life as a nurse. And if you're new to all this and trying to get into nursing school, then you may need to take the ATIT's entrance exam, and they've got you covered for that as well. They really are with you every step through nursing school. Learn more at atitesting.com. You can get official exam information about the T's and a ton of information about how ATI can help you get through nursing school and pass your NCLEX. That's atitesting.com. Tip number five for preparing for finals is this. If your professor provides exam reviews, ATI and me, by the way, advise you to definitely take advantage of those opportunities. Now, there are going to be a couple of different types of exam review sessions. Each school, each class, each instructor may do it differently. Sometimes exam reviews are conducted with the whole class, and you go over the exam, but it's probably more going to be like, in general, the class missed things about this concept. So let's review this concept briefly. This can still be highly beneficial. So definitely you don't want to skip out on that. Sometimes your instructor will provide office hours so that you can go in and review the specific things that you missed and talk through concepts or maybe get guided on some additional resources that you can use. This is absolutely priceless. Okay, it's worth getting on a Zoom call with your professor, it's worth driving down to campus for that. Now, if there is no exam review, and some schools don't do exam reviews, and I honestly cannot understand why they're worried about their exam questions getting leaked out there. Well, Write new exam questions. How about that? But if there is no exam review and you did great on your exam covering respiratory, but you didn't do so well on your exam covering neurological conditions, then guess what? You're going to schedule more time reviewing respiratory when it comes time to study for finals. So you can still use your feedback from exams for tailoring your finals study plan, even if your instructor isn't providing a detailed or comprehensive review. Now, tip number six for preparing for finals is get all the details in advance that you can. And by this, I mean, how many questions are going to be on the exam? How much time do you have to take the exam? Most of the time, it's going to mimic NCLEX conditions. So one to one and a half minutes per question is pretty typical. Where will the exam be administered? There's nothing as stressful as not knowing where your exam is when it's five minutes until the exam starts. So find out where it is. It's often going to be in a testing center, a testing room on campus somewhere. Find out if you can get information on what types of questions. Is it all multiple choice? Are there a select all that applies? Are there next gen style questions? Are you writing essay answers, et cetera? And you also want to make sure you understand what content the exam covers. Now, some final exams are comprehensive exams, meaning they're going to cover everything. Anything covered that semester is fair game. But there are other times when the final exam is just the final module you're studying, and then you may have an exit exam like an ATI comprehensive exam at the end of the semester. So don't make assumptions about this. Ask questions, and that will really help you guide your studying and know what to expect. So if you're unfamiliar with the concept of exit exams and you're wondering what I'm talking about, these are exams that are meant to test your ability to pass the NCLEX. And a lot of times, schools will have an exit exam every semester. So for example, I had a med surge exit exam, I had pediatric exit exam, I had a leadership one, one on mental health, one on maternal, newborn, et cetera. And then at the end of my program, I had a comprehensive exam. And my school used ATI, so we did the ATI comprehensive predictor exam. And that is meant to mimic the NCLEX and really tell if you're ready. So you may have those exams throughout your semester. So what I recommend for studying for ATI exit exams is to use the ATI materials to do that. And that is tip number two seven. Preparing for exit exams is best done using materials and practice tests provided by the makers of that exam. So again, my school used ATI. I read those ATI books. I did practice exams on the ATI website and prepared specifically for that exam with that material. Okay, so that was tip number seven. Now, tip number eight for preparing for finals is to do NCLEX practice questions. Lots of NCLEX practice questions. These are a fantastic way to review and even learn material. And I know timed exams can make a lot of students really anxious. So if you limit yourself to one to one and a half minutes per question, so let's say you're sitting down to do some NCLEX practice questions and you're going to do 20 of them, you would limit yourself to 20 minutes to 30 minutes to go through those 20 questions. And then once you've answered all the questions, you're not done. Okay. You have to see how you did on the practice questions. And as you do that, you want to read the rationales. Don't just go, Oh, I missed that question. I need to study respiratory more. No, go in and read the rationales. Read why the correct answer was correct. Even if you got the answer correct and it was easy for you, still read that and then read why each incorrect answer Was incorrect. And I 100% promise you, you will learn something almost every single time that you do this. And what I did with that information was I took notes as I went. If there was a little nugget of knowledge, something that I really felt like was not in my long-term memory that I definitely wanted to remember, I wrote it down. I had a little notebook of random med surge facts or random maternal-newborn facts or mental health or whatever. And I would review that anytime I had a little bit of downtime when I was waiting in line at the post office or... Getting the oil changed in my car, I would just pull that out and review those things. Now, a great place to get NCLEX style practice questions is from ATI with their content mastery assessments, their practice assessments, and learning system 3.0. All of these materials provide opportunities to practice and get a focused review based off your results. Now, tip number nine for preparing for finals is to ditch the distractions. Yes, I know it's more fun to study, sitting in your bed, eating snacks, having your favorite music on, and periodically checking your cell phone, but this isn't conducive to learning. Plus, if you can mimic the test environment as much as possible, that environment will feel more familiar to you when you go to take the exam. So this means a quiet environment with no distractions. So try to spend a good chunk of your time in this way. Quiet, distraction free. Tip number 10 is to teach the concepts to someone else. If you're struggling with a complex topic, Tackle it as though you were teaching it to someone else. If you can explain a concept simply, then you really understand it because I'm telling you, it's really difficult to explain concepts in simple language. When you can do that, you know it. What I would suggest is consider joining together with one or two other students. You probably know how I feel about big study groups by now. If you don't. They're not something that I'm a huge fan of, but get together with one or two other students, and each of you take on one of those bigger, more complex concepts that you've learned throughout the semester. You could give yourselves an hour or two to put together a quick little presentation on each topic, and then... Meet up on Zoom, meet up together, and give three to five minute explanation of that topic, hitting just those key things you need to know to understand it really well. Not only will you crush the topic that you chose to teach, you'll get a fast track to understanding the topics that they're teaching you. Make sure you choose your group wisely. You want to make sure that you choose people who are going to work just as hard and take this as seriously as you will. All right, tip number 11 for preparing for finals is to use test anxiety to your advantage. Yes, you heard that correctly. You can use test anxiety to your advantage as long as you stay in the driver's seat and you don't let it take control. Now, a little bit of anxiety actually heightens our senses, makes us extra vigilant and extra careful. So I know a lot of times students may not realize that. They'll feel a little bit of that anxiety and not realize a little bit can be beneficial. And they start to get anxiety about the anxiety, and then it really takes over. And when there's too much test anxiety, Well, then you're going into that fight or flight mode. You can't process information, and you get into this really unhealthy, unproductive cycle of watching the clock. Again, getting anxiety about your anxiety. Your brain becomes overwhelmed with negative self-talk, and you can barely focus on anything. So learn to recognize the signs that anxiety is coming on so that you can take steps to keep it down into that mild, manageable level before it gets out of control. So maybe this is feeling a little surge of adrenaline that's beyond what you're comfortable with. Maybe it's a negative belief that starts circling around in your thoughts. Maybe you feel a little tightness in your chest or like your heart is beating faster or more strongly. Maybe you're reading the same question over and over again and just not comprehending what it's saying. Or maybe you're feeling your muscles actually tense in your body. These are all signs of anxiety, and it's critical that you recognize these early before anxiety pushes you out of the driver's seat, scoots over, and starts driving this thing. You've got to step in and tell that test anxiety that you are in control. So how we do this is we stop what we're doing. If you're reading a question, stop. If you're logging into the computer and you notice it happening, stop. If you're constantly checking the clock, stop. Take a deep breath in and do that slowly and repeat a mantra such as, I am in control here. And then exhale to a mantra such as, I prepared well and am doing my best. And repeat this. Do this at least five times as you consciously and deliberately relax the muscle tension from your body. Yes, it will take a minute to get through five or more breaths, but when you come back to the exam, you'll be far more ready and far more efficient than if you had gone into full blown anxiety mode where nothing makes sense you feel like you can't recall any information and you end up blowing the entire exam so after your five breaths are complete check in with yourself see if you're still feeling an uncomfortable amount of anxiety a little bit is okay again but if it's uncomfortable do five more breaths and then open your eyes with a fresh start. Now, you may need to do this multiple times throughout your exam. And over time, you'll get better at calming yourself more quickly. But when you feel anxiety starting to push you out of the driver's seat, stop, breathe, repeat your mantra, release your muscle tension, and restart. You can do this. And then I know I said 11 tips, but I actually had a bonus tip that the ATI test experts suggested, and this is to use essential oils. So essential oils have been shown to actually reduce test anxiety. And I saw some studies that tested it specifically in nursing students. So lavender oil was one that was mentioned. With lavender oil, there may be a slight chance that it could make you too relaxed. So you might want to check out rosemary, bergamot, and lemon essential oils, which all got high marks for reducing anxiety. My advice would be to try using these as you are studying, and if you feel like they work for you for keeping anxiety at bay and getting that good mental clarity, then you can use them at the exam. Maybe you you take some inhalations of the scent before you go into the exam, or you wear the oil on your body, either with a roll-on formula or with a carrier oil, such as coconut oil or jojoba oil. You always want to make sure you're not putting the full concentration of the essential oil on your skin because they're very concentrated and can cause some significant skin irritation. So test it with a carrier oil on a small portion of your skin, not on test day. See how your skin reacts because the last thing you want to be dealing with during the exam is some irritated skin. So try that and let me know how it works. Personally, bergamot is my favorite. Now, what about the NCLEX, the biggest final of them all? Now, all of these tips will also help you as you prepare for NCLEX. And yes, ATI to the rescue again. Many schools will use ATI to help students prepare for NCLEX. And a key component of that is the ATI comprehensive predictor, which is an end of program exam. You may hear it called an exit exam exam. That, again, I mentioned earlier, essentially predicts how prepared you are for the NCLEX. But there's also so much more to this, and I don't want you to think of This exit exam is just another thing that you have to do. Using the predictor really helps you see where you stand when it comes to passing your NCLEX exam. It's a fantastic review of the key subjects you need to know, and it provides customized remediation resources so you know exactly what to spend the most time on as you review before you take the NCLEX. Now, another great ATI resource for NCLEX prep is the NGN questions overview, which provides next generation NCLEX style questions, but it does it using non-nursing content. So you don't have to struggle with, oh, I don't know that content, so I can't really get a feel for this type of question. It basically helps you get accustomed to the question types using a more stressed format. So I love that. Another ATI resource includes virtual ATI. There's also board vitals and live review. So virtual ATI is super cool. It's a highly personalized like NCLEX review that is completely tailored to your needs. It comes with hundreds of resources of on-demand on-demand type resources, plus one-on-one guidance from a nurse educator who's essentially your NCLEX coach for the duration of the 12-week program. So that is pretty cool. Probably my favorite ATI resource is the huge bank of practice questions in board vitals. It includes 3,000 NCLEX RN practice questions, complete with those rationales that I told you were so important. And it even uses adaptive quizzing to really mimic the NCLEX. Now, you may get board vitals through your school, so check there, or you can get it as part of virtual ATI. And then, lastly, check this out ATI has live reviews. These sessions cover test taking strategies critical thinking exercises, the NCLEX test plan, and the key material to review right before you take the exam. You may have access to live review through your school, but if not, no worries. You can enroll from the ATI website at atitesting.com. So thanks again to ATI for sponsoring this episode and for generously offering a discount for my listeners. Plus, we're giving away two comprehensive study packages for details on how to enter that giveaway, go to my Instagram at straightanurse and find my post with the words, enter here to win ATI giveaway number two. And if you comment there with the approximate date of your TEAS exam, and it can be as as approximate as summer of 2023, that's fine. You'll be entered. I'll take entries through December 13th, 2022 at 6 a.m. Pacific, and I'll announce the winner at 8 a.m. the same day. Plus, let's talk about that discount. When you purchase $50 or more in ATI tease prep materials, or packages at atitesting.com, you get 15% off with code SAN15. That's S-A-N-1-5. So go to atitesting.com to explore all the ways ATI can help you prepare for nursing school, get through nursing school, and get past your NCLEX. I'll put all those links and information in the episode notes, and I will see you back here next Monday. For the fourth episode in our Say Yes to Success mini series sponsored by ATI, where we're talking about five things I learned from going to a Next Generation NCLEX conference. See you then. This podcast is brought to you by Straight A Nursing.